Hi, welcome to this latest edition in my questions about Anne Boleyn series, which also looks at her family. And today I'm going to share with you 12 facts about Jane Boleyn, who was, of course, Anne Boleyn's sister-in-law. Now, we all know that Jane Boleyn, née Parker, Lady Rochford, was the wife of George Boleyn, Lord Rochford, and that she was executed with Catherine Howard in February 1542. But I thought I'd share with you today a few of the lesser-known facts about Jane. Number one, Jane was the daughter of Henry Parker, 10th Baron Morley, and his wife, Alice Simjan. Number two, the family home was Hallingbury Place at Great Hallingbury in Essex. Number three, Jane's father, Baron Morley, was brought up in the household of Lady Margaret Beaufort, Henry VII's mother, and he was a gifted translator, translating works from Latin and Italian. Number four, at the Chateau Vert pageant of Shrovetide 1522, while Anne Boleyn and Mary Boleyn played perseverance and kindness, Jane played the part of Constancy. She was also one of the disguised ladies who danced with Anne Boleyn in a mask held in honour of Francis I in Calais in October 1532. Number five. In 1533, Jane and her husband George were granted the wardship of the young Edmund Sheffield, son and heir of Sir Robert Sheffield. Number six, there is no evidence that Jane did anything to bring her husband and sister-in-law down in 1536. And in fact, she sent George a message of comfort for which he sent her thanks. Number seven. In 1536, at the fall of the Blins, Anne and George, the inventory of Jane's possessions showed that Jane wore lots of different colours, yellow, crimson, white and russet, for example. Yet fast forward to her death in 1542 and the inventory taken there shows that all of her clothing was black. Even bearing in mind that black was worn to show high status, that you could afford black cloth, surely Jane would own some other colours unless she was in permanent mourning. Number eight, following the deaths of Anne and George Boleyn, Jane appears to have been close to Princess Mary and Mary sent gifts to Jane and her servants. Number nine, Jane served as one of Anne Boleyn's ladies and went on to serve Jane Seymour, Anne of Cleves and Catherine Howard. Number 10, during the annulment proceedings for Henry VIII's marriage to Anne of Cleves, Jane was one of the Queen's ladies who had to give evidence regarding Anne being ignorant of what consummation involved. Number 11, at the fall of Catherine Howard in 1541-1542, Jane was found guilty of treason by attainder, not by trial. And King Henry VIII even changed the law so that he could execute Jane. Jane had experienced some kind of mental breakdown at her arrest in 1541 and had to be released from the Tower of London. And it was against the law to execute those showing signs of madness. Henry VIII had a law passed to make it possible. 
he was intent on punishing Jane for helping his wife meet with Thomas Culpepper. Number 12, Jane's father, Lord Morley, paid tribute to Jane following her execution. Jane's biographer, Julia Fox, points out that his translation of a Latin work by Boccaccio, which he gave to Henry VIII as a New Year gift in 1543, featured a change from the original. When writing about the death of Polyxena, Morley added his own phrase, writing, Oh, that it was against all good order, and that so sweet a maiden should be devoured by the hands of Pyrrhus, for to satisfy for another woman's offence. A clear reference to his daughter being executed with Catherine Howard. So there you go, some lesser known facts about Jane Boleyn, Lady Rochford. To find out more about Jane Boleyn, Lady Rochford, I will give you some links to videos I've done on her, and I'd highly recommend some books. We have this one, which is my go-to book, on Jane Boleyn, Lady Rochford. It's by Julia Fox. Mine's a rather battered copy because I've used it so much. I talk about Jane, Claire Cherry and I talk about Jane in our biography of George Boleyn, who was of course her husband. There's a book coming out soon. I think it's on pre-order from Charlie Fenton, which is all about Jane. And then there's a novel which features a more sort of real-life Jane than the mythical Jane of some novels. Um, that's The Raven's Widow by Adrian Dillard, which is a wonderful read as well. Sadly, we don't have a portrait of Jane, or well, not one that we're sure is Jane, so I can't share a picture of her. Very sad. Anyway, take care. Oh, you can subscribe by pressing there, that subscribe button. You can give me a like and leave me a comment and you can hit the bell to be notified as my videos go live. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>